The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. All right, let's get back to the airline conversation and get to the IATA AGM and World Air Transport Summit. Guy Johnson is there with a guest. Guy. Thank you very much indeed, Danny. We're joined by Scott Kirby. He is the CEO, of course, of United. Scott, nice to see you. Nice to see you in person. Yeah, great to be here in it's person. We get together. Yeah. Um, how was Memorial Day weekend? How strong is demand right now? Well, demand was very strong and operations were really strong. You know, Memorial Day weekend, both for United and for the industry at large, uh, was one of the, if not the best ever, Memorial Day weekend. And, and as an industry, we're off to a strong start uh, operation. We've really staffed up and invested heavily. Is it sustainable? So everybody's got great visibility over the summer. Everybody's talking about a fantastic summer. Then what? Yeah, you know, I think demand is sustainable uh, and is going to continue. We see just a structurally higher level, particularly of leisure demand. Yep. You know, and a couple of reasons for that. One, hybrid work makes every weekend a holiday. It gives people more time. If you're working in the office three days a week, you have more time uh, to travel. But I also, I also think coming out of COVID, spending two years on lockdown, people take will no longer take for granted their ability to travel and experience. You, you think that stuff all sticks? I, what I'm really trying to figure out is, have you figured out what the new normal post-pandemic actually looks like? We're still in, a, in an environment where the consumer's still got money in his pockets post-COVID. The labor yeah. market's still strong. We saw the data Friday. Yeah. Is, this, is, this, is this real? Yeah. And how long does it last for? Well, 15 months ago, people were saying the same thing, and it's just gotten stronger. Okay. Uh, so I do think this is the new norm, and I, that's why I think the structural reasons are important. The hybrid work making every weekend a holiday gives people more time to travel, and the fact that people now appreciate travel more than they, they, you could take it for granted before, and people don't take it for granted. I think yeah. those are two structural changes that it's structurally higher. Business coming back more slowly, though. Business is coming back more slowly. My view is actually the U.S. economy is, is in a business recession. The consumer remains strong, but we're in a business, and, and you, we see that in our business traffic, but you can also see it in the kinds of companies that sell to businesses and, you know, who's doing well, who's not. Yeah. Um, business is probably but, in but a recession. that's cyclical is what you're it, That's cyclical, and it's, we, I, we think it's 20 to 25 percent below where it will ultimately be, you know, and we're producing, we're going to hit our guidance this year, we're producing really good numbers, really good margins in a world where business travel is behaving recessionary. The, the Bloomberg banner has been blown over. Yeah, yeah. Either that or gesticulating uh, <laughs> too much. Yeah, well, that's possible. Yeah. I apologize for that. Yeah, that's fine. We should, we should secure these things yeah. more, more, more uh, strongly. Um, is the IRA going to give you a competitive advantage over the? A lot of the European airlines are complaining to me that they don't have the kind of long-term support now that the Biden administration is putting in for you guys. Well, I think the inflation, the sustainability portions of the Inflation Reduction Act, some of the most important legislation that's passed in decades, and it's going to make a real difference, not just for sustainable aviation fuel, uh, but it's going to drive all kinds of investments in real sustainability. Uh, I think the Europeans should match it. When I talk to people in the EU, uh, I tell them the same thing. Uh, 
the carrots work much better than the sticks. It's what made wind and solar successful. It's the same playbook that wind and solar used 30 years ago to become successful. Everyone around the world should copy the Inflation Reduction Act. Where you may see, um, where you may not see eye to eye with the uh, with the federal government is is passenger protections. Yeah. The, the president's out. He says the, the, the passenger needs greater protection. You, you've come out and said, yeah, not so much. Yeah. Do, do you do you still stick by that? Do you think that the passenger needs greater protection at this point? You, you've even almost indicated that safety could be an issue as yeah. well. I mean, first, we're running the best airline that we have in history, and the industry is yeah. running the best it has. And we've made massive investments to do it. The best thing for us to do is take care of our customers. Second point I'd make is, by far, our biggest source of, of non-weather delays is air traffic control. Yep. The secretary acknowledges they're 3,000 controllers short. We're trying to help them fix that with FAA reauthorization. But the third issue is important. We ha- The safety issue, we have the safest aviation, the safest system industry and safest aviation system in the world. And that is built on a foundation of safety culture where people do not think about cost. It's binary. We tell them safety first, safety everything, yeah. and you should not chip away at that foundation. But if, but if the president wants to help the passenger, should he just staff up at the FAA? I, we, we don't even have a chief of the FAA right now. Yeah, by far, by far, by far, the biggest thing that can happen to improve passenger experience and operational is, is to get the FAA fully staffed, by far. Who do you think should be the next chief? Do you have any ideas? you got any names for me? I, I think we should have a permanent head of the FAA. Um, and, you know, I'll leave it to the government to, to decide who that should be. But it really, the FAA has massive investment, needs leadership, needs someone in charge. And it's really hard for an interim. You know, the Polly Trottenberg has, has become the interim. We are excited about her. Yeah. Uh, you know, very competent, focused, you know, on, on leadership and doing the right thing. But I think the FAA and the country deserves a permanent leader. I'm not going to say who it should or shouldn't be, but we need a permanent leader at the FAA. Um, you're fast becoming the kind of the, the, the Pan Am of American Airlines. You've got a much bigger international footprint than many of your rivals. Yeah. That, that exposes you to all kinds of issues around the world, one of which is the lack of availability of Russian airspace. Yeah. For you, how, how big a disadvantage is that it's a, for you? It's a real, it's a big challenge for us. Uh, you know, we were uh, going to five flights a day to India, for example, pre-pandemic, and today we're flying one from Newark to Delhi. And the other four routes, we simply can't make it. The airplane can't fly far enough. And even Newark to, to Delhi is a, an extra two hours uh, in the air. And so, you know, our China service isn't back yet, but we wouldn't be able to fly most of yeah. our China routes. And so, it is a big deal for us. Um, Federal judge pushing back against the Northeast Alliance, JetBlue, American Spirit. Looks like it's going to be a tough lift now for, for Robin Hayes. Are we done with consolidation? Uh, I think we're probably done with consolidation. And that suits you, though, doesn't it? Yeah, we don't care one way or another. You know, we got so much good things happening at United. Um, I like that our competitors are a little distracted uh, working on those kinds of things. Um, but we're focused on organic growth uh, at United, creating a great customer experience. Yep. That's working really, really well. Yep. Uh, we certainly don't want to get distracted with anything to do with consolidation. Okay, I'm going to apologize for the banner hitting, okay. hitting you on the back of the head. Okay, as long as we're good with that. <laughs> our we're not trying, we deal with stuff every, all day. <laughs> we're not trying to sabotage you. Yeah. Anyway, Scott, great to see you. you Thanks too, very guys. much Thank indeed. You. Thanks for having me. See you again soon. Scott Kirby, the CEO of United. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. 
Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at cuttereconomicforum.com.